Hello and welcome to the 32nd episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the gunner to my engineer, Mr. Kale Adam. How you going? Govinda, I'm fantastic, and after 32 long weeks, it's finally happened. Let me turn that question around. How are you going? I have COVID. <laughs> First of all... Had COVID. Have COVID. No one really knows COVID. for sure. It's, once you've had COVID, you never really stop having it. You just... You are forever tainted. So, yeah, let, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me, on behalf of myself and all of our loyal legion of followers, who I'm... I'm taking to call uh, either henchmen or foot soldiers. Let let me say on behalf of us all, yuck. <laughs> yuck. So you might remember that I was not feeling great when we recorded last week. And we joked. We were we full joked. of jokes. Well, I was pretty certain at the time I knew what was going on. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. My test results came back. I was... Oh, so positive. <laughs> and I'm not a very positive person, so it felt weird mm. for once in my life to be positive yep. of something very negative. You know what mm. I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was very mixed emotions for me. I'd just like to, I'd just like to thank myself and my immune system uh, for really getting me through Surviving. COVID. I don't think you have what it takes, so don't get it. You just don't have what it takes to survive. And your old man vaccine is no defense for you. <laughs> I see. It's funny. You think so low of my immune system. I think the opposite. I don't think it's possible for me to get COVID. Like I just, I don't think, I don't think the virus is strong enough to infect me. You, I can imagine, like for sure, your tiny little frame. But my, like, I don't think. I just don't think I can catch it. You think you, you, think you and your. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not even going to do it. I was going to get real mean. I, 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 I turned it down, all right? Well, I'm introducing a new segment at the end of the show. It's going to be a surprise for everyone. It's going to be a nice wrap-up for the end of the show, and I think we're going to really need it today. Yeah, I think well. so, too. I know what um, it is, because you've already flown it with me, and I was unimpressed then, but uh, I suppose we're going to do it now, aren't we? And I suppose I'll... Oh, I actually uh, don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Can you dig your own grave for me? What was that? I actually gonna, don't know what you're talking about. Is this going to be our... Oh, oh no. Nah. Shut up, dude. Don't, oh, you ruined it. I thought you meant what I was going to make fun of, not the segment. Oh, well, I'm sorry. You, you really... I'm, w- beep- I'm bleeping that out. I'm bleeping, your, All right. I'm bleeping it out. Cut it. Cut it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I need people to absolutely stop messaging me in the middle <laughs> of a show. It's like, they don't know what's happening right now. Cut it. Cut all of it. No, not cutting any of it. I'm just beeping that one bit that you ruined. I would like to I, say, walk I us have through... COVID. Yeah, walk us through your disgusting disease. How did it happen for you? How did it make you feel? Uh, I don't know. The The ultimate irony is that, well, look, I got my test results and the day I got them was the day I got really sick. And yeah. So I got my results and it said I was negative. I was I was at Dreamworld. <laughs> the best place to be when you the discover you. The best place you. to be. Uh, a world full of dreams. Uh, and then I wasn't feeling great. I thought it was just the rides. I was like, ah, I just got to stop going on these roller coasters. Like it was really quiet that day, so we were just smashing through the lines, and we were we were getting on some shit. You know what of I mean? Of course, of course. Uh, and then at the end of the day, I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have one more, and I'm just gonna call it because I'm not feeling great. And then I had to drive an hour home, and I just was like, oh, this is <laughs> not dicey. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then I got home and the only thing that I could think to do was to go lie down in my shower with mm. it as hot as it can be on my cold, sweaty, cold body. And that was the moment I was like, this is the Rona. I love that it's like it's come full circle because I remember when this whole thing started, there were like conspiracy theorists that thought they could like overheat the virus and they could like go into a sauna for so long that it would like boil the coronavirus out of them. And that's basically where you ended up. (laughs) It's where I ended up, but not for any reason that I thought it was going to beat the virus, but because I was so, oh, so cold. (laughs) Just really, really shivering. I'm sure I actually was fully feverish and that my body, my core temperature was probably in the 40s. I don't know if that's high. I think it is. Celsius, this is not Fahrenheit, you freaks. Oh, Aggressive. And I was just in the hottest shower for. I think I fell asleep for a little bit in there. It was it yeah. was dicey. That sounds nice. And then nice. from then on, I I just played it safe, and I was like, look, I don't know this definitively. I can't get my hand on one of these juicy, juicy rats tests. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to assume that this is COVID. And so I just pretty much stayed inside from Sunday night onwards. Uh, and then the next day was pretty rough. We had to record, and then just progressively it got better. The only thing that like lingered is like a little cough that I have, and. Uh, just general kind of just being tired. So, yeah, you were actually at your worst last week when we recorded. Like, that was... Yeah. Yeah, the night after that. That was my second worst night after the first night, which was straight up fever dream sleep. Like, I I got out of the shower, (laughs) I lied down at like 6.30 and I went to sleep and then I woke up at... Well, I woke up with the assumption it was the next day and I was like, oh, I'm glad I got through that night. But when I looked at the time seeing 9.30, thinking it was 9.30 in the morning. No, it was only three hours after I'd gone to sleep. It was 9.30 p.m. And I was having the worst time. (laughs) Like, have you you ever had actual fever dreams where, like, you're just having these weird, rapid, like, aggressive dreams? It's funny. The sickest I've been in living memory was when I had my first vaccine. And so that's why I'm so... I think I'm so obsessive and so terrified of getting COVID because I think it actually is going to fuck me up. Like, I had such yeah. a rough time with the vaccine. Like, Well, they, they do say that the worst time you have with the vaccine, the better your immune system is creating the antibodies. Well, that's what I assumed, as I said, that I've, so, it's powerful. My immune you, system, it's you, powerful. You might not be in such a bad spot. But anyway, it was real shitty. Wouldn't recommend. But at the same time, I'm feeling kind of cool. I feel kind of cool telling people. It's almost like, would you rather have gotten it? Looking back in 20 years, do you want to be a part of the group that got it? Or is it cooler to have dodged it so when coronavirus first started i was as i i've never actually mentioned this before i don't think i was actually in california i was living oh, did there. you live in california yeah i lived in california no big deal but uh, anyway just while i was there i i thought it was funny because i didn't really we didn't really know how serious it was at the time it was early days it wasn't maybe full pandemic yet maybe it was it just started who knows but i really just had this vision like this dream of having a badge that said i survived covid19 oh okay and now I can actually get it. You know what I mean? Seems a bit of a slap in the face to anyone that's lost anyone to COVID-19. <laughs> but, well, uh, I, look, honestly, I guess it's like a badge of honor. Like it, I'm saying, like, it's impressive. And if you didn't, like, I'm not, no, no hard feelings. Like, that sucks. It's a, I get it, though. Like, I get it because it yeah, rocked well. me real hard, you know? I just, I love the progression of this show. We've just been talking about it as it circles closer, ever closer, until finally, boom, 2022, off to a bang. Should we call the podcast Long Maybe Live Play? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe (laughs) we should call this episode 
COVID has COVID. <laughs> well, it's funny because again, while I was, uh, did I mention I was in California when this you did. all started? You lived there, right? Okay, yeah. So when I when I started, when I was in California, I thought it was funny to change my Twitter handle to COVID nineteen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's aging well. <laughs> like, oh, that was but anyway, fun. So I'm going to spread the fun, and I'm going to come to Cal's house on the weekend. Yeah, that's a nightmare to me. I actually haven't told my wife that. Maybe she doesn't want you here because I know that you're technically like. Not infectious, but you are still unclean in my eyes, so I don't well, really... That's, that's a forever thing, though. I'm forever unclean. Forever unclean! <laughs> <laughs> but look, enough about me being a, a strong, strong boy and surviving the COVID. Mm, How are mm. you? How are you? I've been good. Going. I finished... Yeah, I finished my assignment. Um, that was a lot oh. of stress for me. Yeah, it really cut into my game time, which I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah, okay. as a as a mature age student, I struggled a little bit. It took me a long time to get this first 1500 word assignment did, but I yeah, did it. 1500. Mm. That's not even that much. That's nothing, really. It isn't, and it is, you know? Like, it's no 2000. Don't get me wrong, I get that. <laughs> but, like, I love a, I love a tight one triple O. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My it's, it's like, we need a thousand words. It's so interesting, like, though, because I could crank out a third-rate feature for a fourth-rate <laughs> video game website in, like, <laughs> two hours. I could do 2,000 words easily. Easily. You rate yourself highly, I see. No, no, I mean, that's how easy that is. <laughs> well, I'm just saying the website is fourth rate, but your writing was third rate? I disagree. My That'd writing be was better than the website. Gross. I think that's, okay, we'll see. I think that's I, fair. I don't know. See, the website's still going, whereas you're no longer a journalist in the video game industry. So, who's really the best? I mean, I I didn't get COVID. That's all, I'm, <laughs> that's all I want to say. But there's something about the referencing, the university uh, writing. takes fucking forever. It probably took me like yeah, 30 dude, hours. You're doing uh, that APA, you're doing the Harvard. Harvard. Tight. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that all doesn't really matter. That's ephemeral. Both my uni, your COVID, it's not real. What is real is the game that came to PS Plus this week. And it couldn't have come at a better time. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? I, I want to save it because I think oh. it's more important at this point in my life. And I think it's going to take a little more time than the other game that we played. Because uh, we, we'll get there. But what we did also play, and in order, let's go sequentially what we did Okay, was, uh, I see what you did uh, Last there. year's Game Awards Game of the Year, It Takes Two. Uh, it was on sale. I bought it. We played it. We did. Uh, we probably played, from what I've been told, two or three chapters of like a seven-chapter game. Which shook me to my very core. I feel like we played it for like six or seven hours. No. That can't be we right, didn't, though. Did, did you look at how long you played it for? Because I think I've played it for longer because I started it with someone else and got through a bit together with them. But then I restarted it with you, and there's no way we played that game for more than two hours. Well, the, the PS5 is say just... It. No, no. It's horseshit. Say it. <laughs> Apparently, I've played it for one hour, which cannot and be that true. Makes, and that makes you what? Wrong? Yes, it does, Kayla. It makes you wrong. I'm, I'm glad you're man enough to say it. I really am. I, I don't uh, like it. I feel bad so, about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, uh, so what my thoughts is like, we probably played it for like an hour and like 45 minutes, but it's just not enough for the PlayStation to hit, kick over to the two hour mark. So, apparently, according to HowLongToBeat.com, this is a roughly 13 and a half hour video game. Main and extras. 12. Don't lie to me. We're well, not doing tw- extras. Don't lie to me, dude. We're not doing extras. We're we finishing. Do a little Tell extra. me what the main story is. No, we're not. Uh, that's 12 hours. Exactly. Okay, so, so in a 12 what hour y- game. 
In what universe did we finish three chapters and I played it for one hour? I rest my well, case. The PS5 well, is wrong. No, no, no. Okay. Firstly, we were talking to a friend of the show, Sean, called as last name. I hope everyone can follow him. He's a pretty chill <laughs> dude. Uh, he said we were two chapters in. Oh, that's true. But that should still be like four hours of game. Who time. said chapters are the equal, are equal length? Is every know. chapter in a book the same length? Come on, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. Out of your head with this shit. I really you feel... You didn't play it as long as you thought it did. You've really let me down. I've tried to play it with you again. You're like, no, I want to play the other game. But before we talk about this other game, let's talk mm-hmm. about It Takes Two. All right. All right. All right. Cooperative only game. There is no way to play this alone. Interestingly, what is it? Like, it's a little adventure, puzzle adventure, platformer it's, game. It's basically a uh, mascot platformer. Like your Crash Bandicoots of the Essentially, world. there's a girl, her parents don't like each other anymore. They're going to get divorced. She's not stoked about it, but she's made these little dolls. And mm. then at some point, they're gonna, they tell her they're getting divorced. And then she cries on the dolls and her tears imbue the dolls with the souls of her parents. And it's in this fantasy little world mm. of being tiny dolls in a human's world, the parents are learning to cooperate again. They get, they they're gonna learn that it takes two. You oh. see what I you see what I did? You see I what I did? I couldn't have said there? that to myself. Yeah, I see. I saw you did. Uh, so you just play one of the you play like the husband or the wife. The wife's made out of like wood and has blue wool hair, and the dude is fat and made out of clay. It's true. And you have different abilities, and you go through different levels, and they give you like like we had to beat a vacuum. That's like the first thing that you do. You have to fight a vacuum. Basically- and the vacuum's up. The vacuum's upset that you didn't fix it. Like it broke, you threw it yeah. in the shed, and he's like, fix me. It's like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with a sort of magical realism element where parts of the house are like coming alive. Like the vacuum has a vendetta against you because it's just been in the yeah. fucking garage gathering dust. The rusty which... toolbox is dying slowly, which was kind of a brutal thought it when is... they were talking about it. It's like burning <laughs> slowly. Yeah, he <laughs> describes it. It's, it's very charming. It has a lot of heart. And it seems like you never do the same thing twice. Like, it's always something different with different tools that you have. And it's it's honestly, it is very good. It's very good. I don't know that it's a game of the year, but that's just me. And we haven't finished it. You're an hour and I don't think you can make the call. There's no fucking way I've only played this game for an hour. I mean, <laughs> it's going to destroy you're an, you're an hour and five minutes in. There's no way that you when can we're make done, call just yet. I'm going to go watch a speed run of this thing and see where speed no. runners are at. That's what. No, 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 no. I'm Absolutely, that's unacceptable. You cannot do that. You can watch a speed run once we finish it. All right, that's fine. That's fair. I was like, "Whoa, bro, you can't do. You can't do me like that. That's not even fair." It's really good, and I, I'm glad you got it. I'm glad we finally got round to it. We do need to get back to it. I feel like I want to kind of knock it out almost because we are running out of time as we close in on the month of video games known as Febu- Fe- February. Whoa, you really struggled with that. Yeah, no, I was thinking it, it did. We got it at a good time because it was on sale. It was like half price, which was a no-brainer at that point. Mm. And the the other game that we're going to talk about to you is something that's going to go on for a lot longer. It's this a is longer true. play, a long play. You know, it's like a game as a service almost at this point. <laughs> um, so, I, look, we'll talk more about it. It takes two as we progress through it. Uh, but so far, it's, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's a good, fun game. I guess it's it lacks any sort of real challenge because it's there's no death consequence. Like, you just respawn yeah. where you were. Even some bosses have checkpoints. But it's about the journey. 
I've seen it described as like a good game for like couples, but there's no way Aaron could handle this. <laughs> like it's actually like quite because it's quite involved at times. Like I think it's, I think there's no way that you could deal with Aaron handling it. It would. I think you'd be too impatient. Yeah, it would infuriate. Patience is the key. This one time she tried to play through an Uncharted. She said it to like story difficulty, which is fine. That's fine. I don't judge. That's fine. Just, I mean, yeah, if you, get if you did it, you'll... if you did that, obviously I would judge and I would be ruthless oh, about I would, it. I would be embarrassed for myself if I put a game on story difficulty. But it was still so hard to watch. And I, I'm, I am keeping my voice down a little bit right now because I am scared <laughs> she might overhear this. But it was I, really I will, bad. Don't worry. Don't worry. I will message her and I will tell oh, her. Oh, no, no, no. She, Uncharted. she listens to the show. She's just, um, this is going to oh. be like a time bomb. So for as me. A, yeah, yeah. This is like a, a little a time bomb. You um, set the fuse. Is she caught up? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I was going to so, say, just because she works from home now, so I assume she might have caught up. So you've set the fuse, and in about three days, you're going to get your comeuppance. And I'm. Honestly, going to ask her to. I'm going to be like, "There's something in the next episode. You have to hear it. Mm, and when you mm, do, whatever mm. your reaction is, please film it and send it to me. It's important." I think I handled the situation with a lot of tact. I think it was fair, and I I stand by it. I really. I don't I do. doubt it at all. I don't think she's good at games. Although she did play some Resident Evil with us, and I, she wasn't shit. To my recollection, I was half asleep at the time. You were nodding in and out. Can we talk I about the next game? I really want to <laughs> talk about the next game. <laughs> Which is okay, not quite so, fair to It Takes Two. No, it's not. It's not. But it's it's unfortunately been overshadowed by definitely 2022's definitively last, better than anything that came out last year on PlayStation Plus. Like, I can't think of a game oh, better yeah. on PlayStation yeah, Plus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll give uh, you that. The hidden sleeper PlayStation Plus game of the year 2022 is Deep Rock Galactic. It's true. There was so much build-up to that. And I imagine, like, people are just fucking... Pounding themselves in the face right now, but yes, deep it's rock galactic. I like to refer to us as deep rockers now. All right, I hadn't heard that, but I, I like that. I like. What that. do you mean? Our group chat now is called the Deep Rockers. I don't think I noticed that. You don't notice a lot. You're very. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know the word. Scatterbrained. You're a bit scattered. You know, you just don't really attention to detail is not your strong suit. I think uh, maybe I have ADHD. Maybe you have leprosy. Who knows? Well, uh, Deep Rock Galactic is a first-person, four-player, cooperative mining game. Mining game. I don't know how else to explain it. It's essentially Minecraft meets... Don't say it. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. And I'm desperately trying to... Avoid it. No, no, wait. Oh, shit. Don't worry. I fucked it up. I'd like to attribute that to the guy that actually said it. Or at least the website. It was in a review, and I forget what the review... Well, well I, I heard it in a review, so if it, we're talking about different things, then people are stealing it from all over the place. It's true. So it was Minecraft meets Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I came up with that. <laughs> you didn't. You definitely didn't. It's fucking awesome. It's really, like, really good. I can't, I can't even explain it at this point. Like, you are just a sick little dwarf. You nearly said no. I did nearly say gnome. That is correct. But I like to think we're in a fantasy world and gnomes are an actual race in a fantasy world. So I think it's okay. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a dwarf. You're an engineer. You're a gunner. You're a, you're a digger or you're a scout. And you have different guns and different abilities and they work together so well. And you are set on these little missions to do something. 
find eggs, go mining for a mineral. Uh, one of my favorite ones is a gas extraction where you have to build pipelines and you get to skate on all the pipelines everywhere. Mm. What a fucking game. What a fucking game. It's, it really is incredible. Like, it's such a good co-op game. We've been playing it with, like, a full team of four little dwarves here and there. Uh, there's been a lot where it's just been you and I, but... Just us or, like, one or a third. Uh, the aforementioned uh, LaShonda, friend of the show. And friend, friend in real life, show. I guess, as well. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. probably more yeah. important, but I don't know. Friend of the show, for sure. But it, it really has been such a weird experience, because I had no expectations. I thought it looked good. But it's really good. Like it's Yeah, and then I looked at reviews and it was just like 9, 9.5, 9.5. Yeah. I was like, damn. How did I not? It's It shocks me that there's games like this that I don't even know about. What well, else is out there? this is out on there? PC in 2018. <laughs> yeah. So it's been three, uh, February 2018. So it's been four years before mm. it's come to, to PlayStation. And I'm, I could be wrong, but as far as I'm aware, it launched... On PlayStation, on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're right about that. So immediately I was like, oh, they must be releasing a second one. That's the only thing that makes sense. But they're not. Like, it's literally season one. Yeah. They're about to launch season two in maybe a month or two. Uh, It seems like this was like the hard launch for a soft launch on PC four years ago. I don't understand what's going on. but And it's um, it's it's so good. Important to say that as well. Like, you and I just kept waiting for for it to hit us up for some money. And it just doesn't it's just it's just a feature there's like cosmetics game. you can get like there's cosmetics you can buy like packs i think they're like 12 bucks australian but then there's also like a season one so i was like oh there must be a season pass and i was like no there's just literally no season pass like it's season one you just get all the shit that comes in season one and enjoy the game like it's crazy to me and it's such a charming little game like you when you're on your ship there's a bar you can drink and you get drunk and you can pass out and there's little games you can find around the place you can play with people and there's a little jukebox and you dance around with people like we were having a jolly old time after each dig the other night just having a few brews and kicking a can and you know what a good game it's yeah just incredibly well balanced there's so many different kinds of maps it's like they're randomly generated of all the service games i've played like recently it's probably the most replayable like, even more than, you know, something like Destiny, this is just... I, I think It's my, incredible. Yeah, my one concern is we're working towards this level 25 promotion. Promotion? Yeah, you promote promotion, your character. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to know what, yeah, the end game kind of looks like. It'll, at be, the moment, it'll be the deep dives, most likely. Yeah. Things will get harder. And it's interesting because, like, as the hazard level goes up in the mine that you're going to, the game does change a lot. Like, things are just really different. Yeah. There was enemies I hadn't seen before, and I played... Okay, actually, should we do that? Oh, yeah, oh, okay, okay. So, on, on three, we're going to do a count of three. We both know exactly how many hours we've played since Wednesday. This is five days ago this game's been out. On the count of three, we're going to say the amount of hours oh, our PlayStations say that we have played. Are you ready, Govinda? Keep in mind, <laughs> I have been in lockdown. I've been in isolation since Sunday night, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I had mm-hmm. nothing to do and I couldn't leave my house. So I just need that to really stick in people's minds when I tell you how long I played for. <laughs> so I guess Are you, you go on the four. I'll count to the three. We go on the four. You say you... you, you, you yeah, you, this you means you're it. probably going to be early because it's a bit of a delay, but we'll figure it out. All right. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three, 17. 26 hours. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How played... is it so much more? <laughs> 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 uh, 
That's why I was like, when I was looking at it and we didn't tell each other what it was, it was me just being like, that's impossible. There's no way. That's actually not possible. I was like, I was meant to be working last week. What happened? Like, <laughs> you were. I you were played just... this game for 26 hours. So that would mean I've been playing it for about five hours a day. There was definitely a couple of big days where we, I reckon there was a day we probably put eight, like the Saturday yeah. we put in a shit load of time. So. Yeah, yeah. There, there was probably one eight-hour day in there. I'm gonna be honest, and that was probably Saturday. And I mm. and I would play it without you. Like I played it with other people without you. So that's how I'm up another ten hours on you. But that just goes to show how good this game is. And like, I can't deal with. Like, all I want to do right now is go play it. And we will afterwards. But there's been a unique <laughs> situation where, like, yeah, even Sean has kind of come out of the woodworks to play this. All your brothers are playing it. Like it's there's just so many people to drop in and. It's great. Try it's... and name a better PlayStation Plus game in the last year. I really can't. Like it, the, it doesn't exist. And I, the average there was a list best. I saw. There was a list I saw on Reddit of people trying to vote for the best PlayStation Plus game last year. Mm. And of the top six that they're up to now, like this is better than all of them. And I just I'm shook. I wonder how much of it is just that I haven't played this before. Like virtually every yeah, other, true. you know, like uh, like um, the other one is Persona Five Strikers, and that's meant to be really good too. You can't play that yet. I can't play that yet. No, and I it won't. does definitely tie straight into the end of the last game to some extent. Like at least I didn't play much of it. I did. I did start it, and I got back to the the cafe briefly with everyone. That's uh, LeBlanc. I'm a true Persona fan, so I know that that's LeBlanc Cafe. LeBlancs. Uh, I don't know anymore. I'm gonna. I'm hanging up this call. Dude. I can't deal with that smugness. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right. Uh, so, look, I played that for a little bit. It's just, this game has sucked my mind. Like, it is. It's, like... I do I do wonder um, how long it'll hold us once we hit. Like, at the very least, I commit to promoting a character. We check out what that's like. You know, and this month. Maybe we don't play this game forever. Oh, it's... we won't probably. But, but I feel like it's got legs to be like... Uh, like and, and honestly, I don't expect you to play it forever. But I've, I feel like with some other friends I have, it will be one that we will keep playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like, go and do a couple of digs, but like, tone it way down. Yeah, that's it. Keep it casual. Like, I mean, yeah, the second yeah. we hit, and we're going to talk about. Actually, maybe this is a great segue. In fact, unless you have anything else to say, we'll we'll talk about not, this no, next I was week. Say we, yeah, yeah, perfect segue. Because the second Dying Light two launches, it allegedly is going to take me five hundred hours to beat. Uh, yeah, according so first to first week of Feb. Yeah, that's the first week of February. Five hundred hours to beat, and they quote unquote beat. That feels to me like a completionist beat. This is, uh, of course, in reference to a tweet that Techland put out themselves about their upcoming game, and it's obviously hyperbole. It's set off all kinds of hot takes. There's no fucking way this game takes 500 hours to beat. Maybe you could just idle in it for 500 hours. I don't even think getting the platinum in this game will take 500 hours. That, well, that's my thought. Is like uh, this to me feels like a, if you do, li- it's like The Witcher, right? If you do literally everything in The Witcher, that's probably five hundred hours, right? I don't even know. I don't even know if that's true. It's just what people say. Like uh, there is. If you never played a game, if you are Aaron, Kale's wife, Aaron, and you've never played a game before, and there is no story difficulty, it may take you five hundred hours to beat this. I mean, it that's may. But just <laughs> just for the record, according to howlongtobeat.com, The Witcher 3 Game of the Year Edition, which has all DLCs, a completionist playthrough will take you 190 hours. Oh, okay. So this is straight up bullshit, right? It's bullshit. Unless it's like three times as long as The Witcher. <laughs> it's, which it could be. I, 
I think I need to see more of this game. I'm not hyped enough, I don't think, for this. Like, I really, like, I remember really enjoying the first Dying Light, except the whole day-night cycle thing was a bit of a miss for me. Like, I just would go to sleep and wake up in the day. I didn't do the night time. Mm. Yeah, so that felt like a bit of a gimmick. And I'm, I'm loving that they just kept it going. Like, I don't really care. But I haven't seen enough, and I'm not that hyped for this. Thankfully, we should hash this out right here, right now. I'm going to buy this. So you, yeah, through you the magic of transferring, will have access and will be able of course, to of course, cooperatively of course. play with it. I think you buy Horizon, and then I'm going to buy Elden Ring. And then... Yeah, we'll that's fair. I was going to buy Horizon anyway, so that works out well. And Elden Ring, I'm still sort of on the fence for because I know how brutally punishing it's going to be, and I just don't know if I've got it in me, so this works out well. God, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's closing in. Uh, but look, uh, Dying Light comes out really soon. It's probably the next game that I will be playing, unless this Pokemon Arceus is like a 10 out of 10 getting reviewed like a madman. Uh, but it probably won't. It probably will, and it won't deserve it. <laughs> That's my prediction. <laughs> I need to look at honest reviews. It's interesting that they... Uh, I watched the trailer for it the other day, and they're, they're leaning so hard into like the Breath of the Wild vibe. Like Even the soundtrack sounds the same. I'm like, yeah, okay, settle down. <laughs> Come up with your own shit. Yeah, we're sort of at that time frame now where like all the games that were inspired by Breath of the Wild are starting to are come out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Look, at least they're trying something different with it anyway. Look, it's not even PlayStation. Who cares? Let's move into some news that we care about, Kale. What have we got? Yeah, um, we're actually getting some news now, which is nice. Um, and hopefully this will just kind of fucking chill out for the next few weeks. We'll just have some nice things to talk about. I didn't actually include it here, but there is some scuttlebutt that I've detected from my, my many little birds all around that we might be seeing a PlayStation event sometime, I would imagine, before Horizon. So mid-February. Oh, okay. I, was, I would expect them to wait until after it just to kind of not take the wind out of its sails a little bit but you know they love to show more of the game than you need <laughs> <laughs> hey so horizon comes out tomorrow let us show you a 30 minute gameplay yeah this is the, the first 30 minutes be playing tomorrow uh it's the <laughs> yeah. first 30 minutes and you can actually all play that right now it does not carry over progression though that'll something you'll have to play again tomorrow when the yeah. game comes out yeah sorry about that <laughs> Uh, but moving right into it, Govinda, during this year's CES conference, which took place late last week, Sony CEO Jim Ryan took to the stage to unveil the next generation of PlayStation virtual reality. The PSVR 2 will boast vastly improved visuals and comes straddled packing high-tech new sense controllers. There was no word of pricing or of a release date, and we didn't even get to see the unit. We did, however, get to see a snippet of Horizon, Call of the Mountain, an exclusive New Horizon game built from the ground up for PSVR 2. We now go live to long-live play technical analyst Govinda Whitehurst because the numbers slash words below both confuse and scare me, Govinda. Hi, live on the scene here, Govinda Whitehurst, your <laughs> technical analyst for long-live play. Uh, we have PlayStation VR 2. We are straight up fighting up against PlayStation VR OG. Both feature OLED screens, that is organic light emitting display screens. Probably the in-tech right now when it comes to displays, oh. resolution-wise. We're going from a 1080p picture over to a 4K picture on PSVR 2, which is a huge, almost three to four times the resolution upgrade. We've got a refresh rate of 120 hertz slash 90 hertz. I don't actually know what they're talking about there. I guess some games may not support the full 120, um, which is actually similar to what PSVR OG had, but obviously... It's actually there exactly a... the same. <laughs> I know. Okay, dude, chill out. Oh, sorry. Oh, don't sorry. cut me in like sorry. that. Sorry. 
but obviously at a much higher resolution, so you're, they're rendering many more pixels at a time, showing the processing power of the PS555. Field of view, we've got an extra 10 degrees on it, 110 degrees from the old 100 degrees, so that's pretty much you know how far you can see eye to eye it's 110-ish degrees wide uh, in terms of the cameras there are four inside out tracking cameras did I look into inside out tracking at all no I didn't but it does compare to like leading VR units out that's right on, on on the market right now so there's are uh, the latest and greatest tech uh, the nice thing about the VR2 for PlayStation is that it's a one cable connection unlike the chaos that was playstation vr with its little box and everything this is one usb-c connector that's going to connect your unit directly to your powerhouse ps555 i believe um i believe the original psvr had no fewer than four cables required yeah it looks like a mess i'm glad i waited too me too uh, and for for audio it looks like it's got a built-in microphone stereo headphone jack um so you can plug in your favorite headphones mine will be the bose qc35s that noise cancelling is fucking dope uh, mm. in terms of feedback it looks like they've added some rumble motors to these new sense controllers so you'll get some sort of feedback or is that in the head unit it's itself? in the head unit oh there's actually can't there's wait to in get fact a there's in fact haptic feedback like the ps5 controller in the I, headset i assume so i well i was gonna say i assume the the sense controllers are tagging onto the dual sense controller this is true this is true which means it's most likely i'd be expecting adaptive triggers and haptic feedback into those as well Oh, the price point's going to be interesting, but this is probably, if I'm going to jump into VR, this is probably where it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I I think I'm getting this. I, it's funny, I thought about it for the last like day or two and was like, I think this is it. I don't really care about VR. We tried it. I've only tried it the one time and it was really incredible, yeah. but I didn't really care to own it. But I think you're right. I think this is the time now. Yeah, the 4K resolution. Like, obviously, that's that's 2,000 by 2040 per eye. They're essentially squares, but it's for your eye. Because that was the thing that kind of let me down the most when we tried the original PlayStation VR at PAX was, like, the resolution was very noticeably kind of shit. Yeah, it was greasy almost. Filmy. You know, so it, I think, yeah, it was just kind of like, uh, it's like everything was kind of blurry and, like, the resolution was the thing I noticed the most. And I didn't want to have the additional little box and all the cables, so one cable is so much more appealing to me than all of that the one thing i'll say is this like they didn't show much from this horizon call of the mountain game at all they just yeah kind of see you looking up at one of those giant long necks and mm. that's kind of it it's probably in progress I, it didn't look great to me i it's so but funny it is a like VR game well apparently vr games have come a long way like now it's not so much just the on rails you know fucking batman experience that i had Oh, no, because I want to play Half-Life Alex. Yeah, like, that's Alex. meant to be really good, like an actual yeah, yeah, video yeah. game, and not just an experience, yeah. quote-unquote. Well, I, I just mean, like, if, if you go back and look at that trailer, I'd tell, like, I'd tell you to look at the water. Like, the long neck will step in the water, and the water is, like, real choppy, and it looks like it, the water itself is running at, like, 10 frames a second. I'm like, what am I looking huh. at? Like, so I, I'm still a little bit skeptical about it, and the fact that they're only showing one game makes me also a little bit skeptical. My assumption is that PSVR 2 is going to come out sometime, I would say just before a like PS5 Pro. Oh, okay. See, I actually had a feeling this might come out this year. And there's no way we're getting uh, a PS5 Pro uh, I don't think it's coming time. out this year. They didn't show a box. They, like Unless that's what the PlayStation event that's happening is going to be. They didn't show a box. They didn't show a headset. They didn't show the controllers. 
they have. Oh, we've like, seen the controllers. We've seen the controllers. We've seen them. True, that's fair. They look very much like the ones you would get on like an Oculus Vive or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. PlayStationy. Uh, so I don't know. They just didn't show a lot, and like just one game felt really lackluster. But I guess it's just CES. They were just announcing it. If they do that PlayStation event and it is coming out anytime soon, I would say maybe they'll they'll talk a lot more about it then. At least um, the game they showed is a first party one. That's something. <laughs> like at least this isn't like some weird little you know port of something. At least this shows that they're gonna support it. Like they oh, have yeah, to. I think, like I think the fact they're doing a VR two is showing enough that they're gonna support it. Like at some point we're gonna be. Ready Player One. I'm sticking to it. We are going to be in the metaverse. <laughs> my my whole life is going to be on the Deep Rock Galactic ship. And that's and amazing. I'm, I'm going to be drinking beers and kicking cans and having a little dance on the dance floor. Looking. Do we like even mention that you're fighting bugs in it? You're fighting like spiders and bugs? I don't think we even... Alien bugs. Uh, with the Starship Troopers, I think, you know, it's inferred. Oh, well. It's nice to be so explicit. many bugs. So <laughs> many bugs. <laughs> okay, here's the million dollar question. How many... Australian dollary dues is this going to cost at launch? Uh, six forty nine. I'm going to say eight hundred. I'm going to say this is almost as much as a PS Five. Yeah, no, I think they're going to keep it. I think they're going to keep it in line with VR One. But I think technology's come a long way and things are cheaper. And I think, it, I think they'll keep it around the six forty nine mark for sure. Otherwise, they're going to price people out, and it's going like I'm, if it's eight hundred dollars, I'm not buying it. That's fair enough. Uh, six forty nine is still a is still a it's a tough call but I can get so weird with this thing just here in my weird little room so this is just a public service announcement now that if you are interested in this at all every month PlayStation releases PS Plus games often with PSVR games attached Good to point. it strongly Good. recommend you put all of the games in your library mm. just in case this is how manic I am like I have my game library and I, I do that every month I add all the games but then I go through and I hide the ones I don't like, so I don't have to see them in my in my like yeah. good collection, like my good digital <laughs> library. Even though the bad games are there, they're just hidden. I just want to play Beat Saber. I hear that's really good. Yeah, I hear that's good too. I hear that's good too. Alrighty, we're gonna move this engine along. This week, Sony announced some updated sales figures for the much-celebrated Ghost of Tsushima, with the Samurai Epic passing 8 million units sold across all PlayStation platforms, PS4, PS5. This struck a nerve with former Days Gone director Jeff Ross, who took to Twitter to complain that his game was considered by Sony to be a disappointment after selling what he estimated to be more than 9 million units all told, although how he came up with that number is somewhat controversial. Days Gone was released in a poor state and did not compare favorably to Ghost of Tsushima critically at launch, but it shaped up into a good, if not great, game. Kale, discuss. Yeah, this is a little spicy one. It's funny because after reading a little more into this, initially I was sort of on the side of director Jeff Ross. It is, I always did feel they get done a little dirty, like Ghost of Tsushima is the darling. It's, you know, the devs got made ambassadors to the island of Tsushima and were just heaped on praise. And I guess, like, critically, it's a better game, but Days Gone sold well. Like, it's a solid game. It's not setting anyone's pants on fire, but it's, uh... I think, yeah. it, I think it doesn't get quite enough recognition. I think it's a little bit better than people think. So, I'm with you, right? I do think it gets a bit of the raw end of the deal here where people are saying it's not a good game. But if you actually, like, take it for what it is... It looks amazing. 
Oh it, yeah. At this point, since I when I played it, which was a free on like the PlayStation collection, or maybe it was PS Plus just before the PlayStation Five came out, it plays very well now. Um, there's some, I think, design issues in it that I don't love personally. Like progression is really strange to me. I, I don't know how to fight a horde because I don't have guns that can take a horde. But its core is actually like pretty solid. I think part of why this isn't looked at as favorably is like I think just the character is kind of I don't like him and I don't like the idea <laughs> of being a bikey like that doesn't appeal to me like being a samurai in feudal Japan does you know what I mean here in Australia we're conditioned to be scared of bikies because they're scary <laughs> and they roam the highways like Mad Max well like he's just kind of a like uh, maybe I'm wrong here right like they make him seem like a really good dude in the beginning but like it seems like he was kind of just a bad dude um, so look, I jumped into this on the weekend. I'm several trophies off platinuming this thing. Like, I actually enjoyed, I played the whole game all the way through to the end. Like, I actually think he gets a pretty good arc. Like, he is a shitty dude. And they show you, like, through flash, like flashbacks, he used to be an even shittier dude, like, even before the end of the world. Like, you know, he's just not a great guy. But it, I think that's why it's kind of interesting. He's not really a hero. And it's not really up to him to save the world. Like, he's just this fucking dude trying to live. Just trying to survive his own story. I guess. I just, like, it just didn't compel me to play it like Ghost of Tsushima did. I think part of what the the director, what's his name, Jeff Ross, needs to deal with is, like, he released a game in a pretty shitty state, from what I remember. So, what that was, was it went out to games media unpatched, and everyone reviewed it. And that's no one's fault but Sony's. Like, that's... You know, yeah. it shouldn't have been sent out. It should have been held for like another however long it needed until it, or at least yeah. it should have gone with its day one patch because apparently that day one patch just was night and day. And so everyone reviewed it off the back of that, off the unpatched version. And that sort of no set one it up did to a fail. Review. No one did a review update. People do that. That's hard to do. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So Look, I played them both. And if I look mm. at them on paper, like... If someone's like, you can only have one sequel to one of these games, it's 100% going to be Ghost of Tsushima, in my mind. Yeah. The thing here is that there should be a sequel to both. (laughs) Both were commercially very successful. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I just don't hear people, I just don't hear anyone ever talking about Days Gone other than like these weird little like controversies that it goes through, you know what I mean? Or like me occasionally, just bringing it up. But remember what we've spoken about on this show over the past year. So, we know that after Days Gone came out... Actually, and I will say, Days Gone ends on a wild cliffhanger. One of the most bizarre... Like, even just Google it, it ends in such a strange way. Anyway, you'll remember that they kind of got set up... They got Naughty Dog's, like, little shits. And they got past The Last of Us Remastered to work on. And they futzed around with that for, like, 18 months or whatever the hell it was. And so, they just kind of, like got shafted. After Are they still sh- doing that? No, I th- apparently, we don't know this for sure. This is all conjecture, but apparently it's been shunted back to Naughty Dog themselves. See, I'm, I, I hear like, it's like they got shafted. I'm like, I guess, but at the same time, like their only pitch, as far as I'm aware, was Days Gone 2. Yeah. And it seemed like it was pretty clear that Sony wasn't going to do that. Yeah, that's fair. So was it, was it them getting shafted or was it them just being like, well, we're going to pitch this game that we already know you're not going to make. And they're like, well, we're not going to make it. And then they're like, oh, fuck, we don't know what to do. And Sony's like, well, we own you. So you'll do what we you tell to work. you and we're going to put you to work because you're not doing anything. We're not going to spend dead money on you to yeah. do nothing. So sometimes I think these are one of those situations where I'm like, 
cool. You made a game. It's not as bad as maybe it was made out to be in the beginning. It sold pretty well, but it was mm. very clear you're not getting a sequel. So come up with something else. I would have loved a sequel. I wish, yeah, the pitch had been better. I don't know. Like, we can never know, really. Possibly. Because weren't they talking like multiplayer and like weird shit, right? I actually can't remember, but... I'm just, at the end of the day, I'm just kind of burnt out on zombies. Ah, uh, these were freakers, Kapinda. They weren't yeah, zombies. that was a terrible naming <laughs> convention too, wasn't it? I'm just kind of burnt out on zombies and like, I think they've got so much talent and they could do something else yeah. that isn't zombies. You know what I mean? It just sucks that what they were given was more zombies. <laughs> it was the last of the three masters. <laughs> well, maybe it was like, they were like, well, look, we know you can do zombies, so just yeah, do this look, one. People <laughs> like these pretty. zombies. It's already done. You don't have to think too hard. Like, it's a oh. guaranteed money maker. you know? Should be said, I put in a little hyperlink here, but I kind of forgot to run you through it. Um, the numbers that Jeff Ross was quoting are debated. We aren't exactly sure that this has sold 9 million copies. Like, some That's of them- why when you said it, I was like- mm-hmm. Well, he said it. No, he said well, no, it. Like when you, you were reading the story, when you read it in the story, I was like, did it? And then after some counter-reporting, uh, Jeff Ross doubled down on Twitter and stated, I believe that was his last tweet as of the time of recording, was, I stand by my numbers. So he, he believes, and he's in a position to know. Yeah, but look, I'm thinking of this, right? This is what I'm thinking of. So this is coming out now, and he's telling us about his numbers. Mm. It's, it's also on PC now, correct? He's including that. Yeah, no. So he's talking about it says eight million copies in the first eighteen months. Yeah, that's what he reckons. Uh, maybe because I, I, I'm thinking like if he's looking at numbers now, because he's looking at obviously PC numbers as well now. He's also seeing PlayStation collection numbers if he's looking at like trophies collected or people pl- playing. He is he is gone. Important to note, he no longer works at Sony Bend. Oh he yeah, is, he is that, gone. He's about to do like an interview on another podcast. Actually, several <laughs> as it turns out, but not this one. <laughs> Not this one. Yeah, we uh, couldn't so, get him. Yeah, look. <laughs> let's put a little asterisk next to the nine million copies sold. Look, it's interesting. And move right along. Yeah, it's interesting. Let's move into something else. Kevinda Bloomberg's Jason Schreier has released a report on the state of Ken Levine's long in development next game, currently being developed at the Auteur Studio, which is called Ghost Story Games. We don't know much about the game except that it has been in development for eight years already, with no release date in sight. Schreier's report alleges that the game is in development hell, that Levine is a flawed manager that struggles to communicate his vision, prone to alienating or browbeating employees who challenge him or fail to meet his expectations. Ghost Story Games was formed from the ashes of Irrational Games. When that studio closed, Levine took a hand-picked team of around a dozen employees to work on his next vision and was given a blank check by publisher Take-Two Interactive and as much time as necessary to make his next masterpiece. Did you... So I don't know if you saw this. Did you see this? I don't imagine you would I have read this. I did see this. I did see this. I actually sent you this, and then you were like, please. Like, you were <laughs> offended that I sent I was offended. You. I'd already written this story. So, <laughs> I just want to, before we get into this, let's have a little chat about Ken Levine's last game, which was Bioshock Infinite. I loved it. It was an amazing game. Platinumed it. What a good time. That game came out in March 2013, which puts us nine years after release. That's right. It's been a long and time. We have not seen a Ken Levine game since. Not hide nor hair. So what I say to Jason Trier is, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously this game's fucked. Whatever it was, whatever games. Like it sounds like there's been a few iterations and stuff in this, but obviously they're struggling. Like, so we can we can argue about it. I actually take the the polar opposite. I actually think Jason's reporting is a little bit shitty. 
I happen to know for a fact he has something of a bone to pick with Ken Levine. He's written about him several times. He certainly doesn't like the man. I don't think this article is written in good faith at all. Well, look, I think the way he paints Ken Levine is definitely seems like someone who doesn't like Ken Levine is talking about Ken Levine. But I don't <laughs> think the game is not in development hell. So He's div- been in the studio for nine years, and I reckon Take-Two is really regretting this blank check. So here's the thing, Govinda. Development hell is a specific development term. This game has never been announced, so it can't be in development hell. Development hell is when a game is like, you just can't get the thing out the door. They're perfectly allowed to rewrite the thing. It hasn't even been announced. <laughs> like, they can restart it as many times as they want. It's... I guess. I, I don't it's think It's a technicality, so. I don't but it's... it's <laughs> I don't think that's how this works. Because it, it seems like, from what I was reading, which isn't necessarily in here, like, they've had games they've been working on for long periods of time mm. that they then just go, no, we're going to change it. Or we're going to change its direction. We're going to change its scope. We're going to do something different. And then they will completely scrap that entire idea yeah. and then try something else. The difference is, and it, it is slim, but this has not been announced. So something like Final Fantasy versus 13, development hell. Because you announced it, people are waiting for it. They actually saw it. They saw trailers of that game. And then they fucking just couldn't get it done, so they scrapped the whole thing and then we got Final Fantasy XV. It's a different yeah. story. You can see the difference. It's... I can see the difference and I'm annoyed that you're getting it <laughs> on a technicality. It's <laughs> I feel <laughs> At this point, it's just still in development. <laughs> it's like they haven't... Well, if it's in development, then it can be in development hell. You, you're, you're saying, your argument is now saying that it's never in development, so how can you be in development hell? We don't even know. It's never been officially Because obviously announced. it seems like maybe it's not even getting past pre-production, which then would be like, yeah, okay, you're not even in development, so you can't be in development hell. But if you're in development, then yes, you can be. Think about it from this angle. How about this? <laughs> Journalists like Jason Schreier love to talk about, you know, the evils of crunch in video game development. You know, they'll, they'll call out anyone that is, you know, CD Projekt Red for working their employees too hard. And that's terrible. That's a bad thing. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we've got a studio that's being like, take all the time you need. Yeah. And, and he's, like, he's like, hurry it up. <laughs> yeah, hurry it up. Like it's... <laughs> what a little... I have to say, Jason Trier is quickly becoming the little bitch of the gaming industry. Like, he's, His glory days are past, I think. Yeah. And even yeah, that seems about a bit Tom Henderson now. Because it's, it's all about fucking Tom Henderson. That guy is the goat. I do like that, man. That, that's harsh considering we're a couple of fucking nobodies, you know? It's very easy yeah, for us. But to- I have a platform. <laughs> I have a platform now, so I can make fun of him on my platform because it's mine and I made it. For a you know, for his big post-holiday story, this, I don't think this is the fucking expose that he has written in the past. Like this isn't the fucking no. end-all, you know, be-all story. No, I think it, he's also just becoming a little bit of just a broken record. You know, like every story he posts is like. This studio is doing stuff like crunch and like, oh, but this studio is doing crunch. I'm like, okay, like, is there anything else to report on in the gaming industry? Is it always just going to be crunch and working practices? He does love a a union. He does love to call for unions. Very pro-union. What would happen if the gaming industry then introduced unions for developers and then he's like, fuck, what do I, what do I, <laughs> That's like, I got it. <laughs> That's all of my content at the window gone. But enough about that. <laughs> what do you think is likely here? Are we going to see this this year? Are we going to yeah. see it? Actually, I guess we should talk about as well, like the, um, you know, the auto nature of Ken Levine. Like this is something that is very common in games. Like apparently Hideo Kojima is a 
fucking piece of shit to work with. Like, if you actually, because yeah, like, he's, that's who he is. <laughs> Even auteurs and like the film industry are notoriously difficult to work with. Yeah, yeah. Very particular and like it has to be, this is my vision. Like, if you can't convey that to people, then it's going to be really frustrating for everyone involved. It's, but, it is, when you really think about it, like if you're a developer, you put up with a lot of shit to say that you worked on Bioshock, one of the oh, greatest yeah. video games ever made. There, there is something, there's a price that has to be paid, I think. To exactly. Like, and, it's, and then also you can, at, at this point, you can be like, I was handpicked by the mastermind behind Bioshock yeah. to work on this game and we did this. And like, they're still getting paid. Like, fucking do whatever you want. Like, and I don't it, care. It should be noted that in Jason's piece, he does say that he spoke to former and current employees. And a lot of them aren't happy because this has been going on too long. And a lot of people have left the project, like of those original uh, dozen yeah. employees. Like it's not the same. But at the same time, like what do you expect? <laughs> like, it's, it's uh, you know, imagine working for fucking Elon Musk. I'm sure he's a very exacting boss as well. Like Yeah, Steve Jobs was always a cunt, apparently. Yellow I mean, people, like, good enough isn't, but at least, you know, <laughs> Jesus. now we have... <laughs> and now he's in heaven, looking down upon us all. now I've got my glorious iPhone for me to overdose on positive <laughs> endorphins. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me the fucking dopamine, Steve. <laughs> so, look, we look, don't it know... It is what it is. I, I, we have no idea what's going on, and this is, could just be Jason Try being a little... Uh, Negative Nancy, as I'm going to call him. I uh, I almost reintroduced Feature of the Week this week. I almost did it. I was going to cut that shit right <laughs> out if you did. I love the power I have. You're like, look at this thing. I'm like, it's gone. <laughs> I'm not no, dealing with that. Because I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm looking at the time right now and I just refuse to continue <laughs> this any longer than we necessarily have to. But well, before we wrap up, Cal, I did. No, no, I'm not done here. Let me... um. I need something out of you, a prediction. When do you think we see this game? When do you think it's released? Uh, we see this game... Oh, I don't know, dude. I have, like, I have no information to go on right now other than they've been developing it for nine years. Maybe. Or maybe not developing it in pre-production for nine years. That's... I would say we'll see this game... We'll see this game at the end of the year, but it will just be like the sneakiest little teaser trailer and we will see it in 2024. That's what I think too. I think we we see it this year, and yeah, when it yeah, I could see it coming out before then, but twenty twenty four is unfortunately. This doesn't likely. tell us a whole lot other than it's in development hell. They've changed their mind a whole lot. Like it doesn't really give me a lot to go off right now. And blank checks are awesome, dude. You can just keep doing it and like just keep going. <laughs> I mean, like again, I just I keep coming back to the article itself. It's like this is it's not great. But this is also just what video games are. Like, look at Cyberpunk. That didn't end well, but that was in development for like 10 years. Sometimes that just happens. Like, same with Final Fantasy 15. I'd it say just... that was in development hell, though. That <laughs> definitely say, was. I'd say Cyberpunk <laughs> was, and it was. It probably changed its scope of lot, and it probably yeah. was ever-moving goalposts, and eventually they were cutting shit from it. And I don't think it's usually a good sign. So, I'm not... Holding my, I'm I'm not holding my breath that Ken Levine's going to come up with another Bioshock. It's true. It is true uh, that these games that are in development forever, like The Last Guardian, inevitably come out and usually aren't great. They usually definitely get below the expectation bar. So mm. if my expectations are very low, then maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. But that being said, the original Bioshock was apparently a torturous process. Like, and I know this because Jason has written about it. 
I've I've read his book. Like he has a whole chapter on the original Bioshock. Like he really has this thing in for Ken Levine. I wonder what happened. I want to know the history there. That's the story. I don't know. I'm sure there's something there that I'm forgetting. Did Ken actually. fuck his wife or something? Like what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's uh... <laughs> all right, Kyle. Stop waffling on. We are going to get into this. We're going to try something this week, Kyle, and I think it's. It's important for the longevity of this podcast that this is something that we maybe can do. Okay. And I stole it from another podcast. I do. I know you stole it. I know you stole it. I told you about this. And I think we're going to do like, we're just going to have a little like powwow just before we wrap this up. Is there anything like you want to apologize for? Anything you want to take back from the episode? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to start this off because I think it's important that it's my idea and I I start the ball rolling a little bit. And I just want to say, look, I think I'm sorry that I... I'm sorry that I said you don't have the immune system to handle COVID. I think you probably <laughs> do. And I think you'll be okay if you do. So right. I don't want to instill more fear in you for that. Mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm, you know, COVID's mm-hmm. nothing to be super scared of. You know, you're going to be okay. All, All right. right. Most yeah, likely. No. Unless you have this sneaky underlying condition. Fingers crossed you don't. Well. Uh, but yeah, there you go. You know, that's nice. I think I, I'm, I guess, <laughs> I guess I'm sorry that I, I said yuck when you said that you had COVID. <laughs> I did feel that viscerally though. Okay, like so, I did. So it's really important <laughs> that when we do this, we're genuine about it, and you feel in pain saying this right now. Mm, I if am you don't like, mean it, it's useless to me. I'm sort of having a bit of a belly chuckle remembering <laughs> it, which is doesn't seem in the um in the spirit. No, I think my conscience is clear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this this is going to be a failed attempt. We tried, and we tried oh, to look, do, and that's all look, we can look, say. What it actually is is I actually can't. I wasn't thinking about it throughout the episode. And so I can't really think of anything that I regret. I think, no, it's blank. The, the annoying thing is that you knew this was coming. Mm. There's only one person between you, me, and the audience that knew this was coming. And you knew it was coming. <laughs> so I am going to rescind my, my apology. Um, Let's I'm, pick this I'm up taking, next week. I I'm like it. I'm taking back my apology. And I actually okay. don't think you can survive COVID. I think you are frail and weak <laughs> and... It's going to end badly for you. This has been the 32nd episode of Long Live Play. I've been me. He's been him. Kale, if... Is it... I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just wrap up the goddamn show, Govinda. Let's just wrap this shit up. I'm not sorry for anything. The only thing I'm sorry for is knowing you at all. <sighs> I'm going to leave you to die on that rock when we mine I'll it. I'll see you on dwarfs. Friday. We can play It Takes Two on your PlayStation. I regret inviting you. You I take that invited myself. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>